Hi, children, and welcome back to the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. It's a radio show from, that's what we used to call them. My name is Mitchell Phillips. I'm Spencer. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I'm Spencer. <laughs> like a goblin voice? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, okay, I guess Think we... Think of me as oh, a three-foot man. goblin. I should have came in as stayed as the wizard. You could have stayed as the goblin. I don't even understand the reference. Oh, at least because I was just doing old man, and then you came in like a fucking cartoon character. Well, I didn't want to just copy you, and I didn't know how to do an old woman. Anyway, <laughs> would you like some cookies? That's my Henry. Uh, my name is Mitchell Phillips. Like I said, sitting next to me, Spencer Calendar. This is hats off, gloves off, given to those that deserve it, on the good and the bad. Pats on the back and pats on the fanny. The sultans of SWAT um, and the titans of twat. Uh, oh, nice. We give, uh, you know, we, we laud people that did good and we uh, land to people that did bad. Sometimes what the public might view is bad, what a police officer might view is bad, what a judge might view is bad um, is uh, condemned, but we give them a nice hats off. Sounds like that. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, work on that applause sign for we, the audience. We're lovers and haters. Lovers and haters, but sometimes we you're... We judge and applaud. Sometimes you're actually a judge doing something pretty dope. And yeah. uh, we can get behind that. You know, like getting uh, oh, Eiffel yeah, Tower yeah, yeah. in your chambers. I forgot about that previous episode. Uh, and uh, if you do bad, the gloves come off. <laughs> Sounds like that. Um, do you have anything pressing? I got a couple good ones. Yes, start us yeah? off. Yeah, all right. This one's a hats off. So a uh, a man in his like sixties or seventies in Sydney, Australia, um, he's now going to jail because of uh, they pulled out an old cold case file, right? And they oh. ran the fingerprints. They're doing a lot of old cold cases lately. Well, they caught that Golden State guy, and they're like, "Let's see what's in these fucking white boxes. Let's see what else we can do. Let's pull out this cum out of the storage unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's see get the rape kits on. out of the storage unit and get to work." <laughs> So I guess they didn't have fingerprinting, which I've seen like noir flicks where they were dusting for prints. But apparently, Sydney Police Department did not have the technology in the seventies, so they because uh, they didn't need to. They just framed all their crimes on the Aboriginal people. <laughs> I know who did it. Oh, I know who did it. <laughs> just the, a detective with an immaculate record. <laughs> well, I've got one guess, <laughs> and he just drives around until he sees a brown guy. Just anyone with a boomerang. <laughs> he did it. Um, good didgeridoo. <laughs> that's a decent didgeridoo yeah. on the spot. Oh yeah. Um, so apparently, uh, I guess also back in the day, you had to just like pull the print out and then like just hold it up to other prints and like eye it. Or yeah, like you're have not a putting specialist. it in a database. Yeah, like CSI, they have that thing where it runs like thousands of prints a second. It's like, possible match, possible match. Apparently it doesn't work that way. I've seen a lot of true crime shows and they go, and everyone thinks it's like CSI, it's some podunk cop in Idaho. Oh, yeah. Um, Idaho, that's not a state. Yeah, a lot of people don't Idaho. know. Like What I've learned from those shows is uh, if you want to kill somebody, just don't know them and don't be their friend on social media. And keep driving. Yeah, that's why truckers get away with it. They yeah, said don't there's stay, like, there's like hundreds of active nomad. serial killers in the United States, but they're just like, now nah, they're truckers. There's no pattern, so... They don't stay in one place. Yeah. They don't kill the same way every time or leave their mark or take trophies. So they're like, ah, what do you want me to do? <laughs> He's in Tuscaloosa by now. I don't yeah. give a shit. Out of my jurisdiction, youngster. So uh, apparently they ran this guy through the CSI supercomputer and uh, tied him to a dozen bank robberies in the 70s. Aww, he... So this guy, this is a hats off, by the way. 
Um, this yeah, guy's they didn't get him. That bums me out. Yeah, right. It's like I feel like statute of limitations should apply to robbery, yeah, especially in the ma- amounts they were talking. There's no statute of limitations on murder, but there should be on robbery in Australia. Like if they catch DB Cooper now, you'd be like, can't touch him. Nah. You yeah. know what I mean? Were they going to dig up that plane and start dusting for DNA? It would also ruin the Kid Rock song if uh, he got caught. You know, wouldn't have the same. Yeah. Would a fucking his granddaughter Gail Cooper? does a fucking ancestry DNA test and they're like, "Oh, it was your fucking grandpa." Maybe. Um, but then uh so apparently this the like it was like 12 robberies each averaging around 900 to $1000. Oh, come on. So apparently his story was he was a day trader in his early 20s in the late 70s in Sydney and he would uh go on his lunch break, have a nice business lunch and you know, especially Sydney now you have a couple drinks at lunchtime. Back then, it was probably like five or six and yeah, go absolutely. back to work. And then uh, apparently he would go get hammered with some colleagues. They'd head back to the office and he'd go stick up a bank <laughs> because he um, because he apparently racked up some uh, debts at an illegal casino. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was in like he was into some shady shit and it just made me want to have a drink with this guy. That's just an awesome alternative because you would think have like, a drink uh, and stop there. Yeah, yeah, definitely stop. But that's just so cool that if I owe someone a lot of money, I don't think bank robbery would even cross my mind, <laughs> right? I would be like, where can I get a loan from? Yeah, is there someone who trusts me who would let me borrow it and be empathetic to my struggle? Like I hated most of high school, and then that Chappelle show, that Chappelle show in his special, that joke was so great. Where he's like, I just didn't go to school. Not yeah. once did it cross my mind to just kill everybody. Yeah. Where I was like, if I'm in debt, like I'm like reaching out to family members. Like maybe I'll go get one of those sh- shitty college cards that are designed to rip off poor people. Yeah, they know I'm good for it. But if yeah, my life is in danger. Yeah. Because I've you know owed drug dealers money and they've given me the look, but I've never gotten to the point of them hurting me. Yeah. It's yeah. always just like luckily I usually befriend all the drug dealers that I've known. So they're yeah. like, Spencer, come on. Also, like I and I've looked into this before, but um it is depressing when you find out like how much you you net from a bank robbery. Yeah. <laughs> when you're just like with the risk Yo, yeah. of bringing a gun into the mix. Uh-huh. And that's why it's best to uh I don't know. You hear stories about people who are just like, I just wrote notes to the teller, never brought in a gun ever. That was this and, guy's MO. He would just write oh. a note, I have a gun. You can sound the alarm after I leave, but hand me everything in your drawer. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to get in the vault, which... But also, that's why bank robbery movies are so cool, because they're always getting in that vault and coming out with so much money, and you always think in the beginning, why are they still robbing banks? They each just clear 200 grand. They're good to yeah. go. Um, or like Inside Man, you just stay in the vault. Yeah. And then come out. God, I love bank heist movies. And how do you think you're going to... What is it? He's like, how do you think you're getting out of here? How do you think you're getting out of here, Jake? That's a terrible Denzel. But yeah. And Clive Owen. I'm going to walk right out the front door. That movie's awesome. That's a good movie. Um, also, All one, bank- one of the seven movies that features uh, the mention of Albania. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, when they're playing, like the, they're trying to, like, they finally tap the building with the pizza boxes. And then they're like, oh, what are they saying? And then they bring in that chick off the street or the construction worker. He's like, nah, that's Albanian. I'm, I'm, my crazy ex-wife's Albanian. You got a little pride, a lot of pride in that one? No, because, I mean, he's a terrible person. It was in Verhoja. But, uh, yeah, but I can't think of any bank heist movies I don't like. Point Break? I the don't. The Town? Heat? Heat is a fantastic movie. The actual robbery at the end 
could not make me more upset because it's it's the whole point of the movie, but their hubris gets to him. Yeah, and also just having like I watched that movie growing up, and then now I watch it as an adult. I'm like, why'd you rob a bank downtown? There's literally nowhere to go. Yeah, downtown Los Angeles. There's, there's I could a beautiful not... portrait to to the streets of L.A. Oh, Baby Driver is a great one. That's a great one too. You know what helped me a lot with Heat because I liked it, but Al Pacino was crazy that over was, the top that was even, peak. even for him but then the director said that in the script al pacino's character was a cokehead they ended up cutting it so if you knew right off the bat that al pacino was a cokehead all of it would make sense oh yeah that every movie he's made sense. since would probably make sense he's just always on coke <laughs> uh what was it um the one with chris o'donnell scent of a woman oh yeah i never saw that you're gonna tell me <laughs> That tubby here can keep going to school, but my nephew. I haven't seen it, but it sounds cool. It's fun. No, you'd enjoy it. He's blind. Uh, No, he's um, Chris O'Donnell. Like fuck, I forget the premise. He like rents a room or something, or no, he gets like a summer job, and the lady's like Pacino blind though. No, there's a movie where he's blind. Yeah, for sure. I thought it was Central Woman because he's blind, so he can only smell the women. (laughs) No, no, I don't. I don't. I I promise you. Okay, I've never seen it. If he's blind, I'm an idiot. All right, um, well, let's fans right in. Let's find. I out think he's Mitch just seen on. Again, I don't. But he's know. like a military. He's like a war vet, and Chris O'Donnell's like his summer job is to look after this war vet who's screaming at everybody. That's a cool game. But also, you agree with like ninety uh, percent of the shit he says. Where you're like, yeah, why would you do that? Like, he's just got the balls to. Say. It's like uh, how I relate. I didn't, I didn't realize, like, I'd watched all of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I didn't realize you're not supposed to relate to Larry David. Sure. I'm like, yeah, it's a stop and chat. What, I don't know. You're not, we're not friendly enough for a stop and chat. A hello, a nod, not a stop and chat. Yeah, sometimes he goes too far, but there, yeah, a lot of it is just a great critique on society. So, what's up with this Australian bank robber? Is he in jail now? That's it. He's, um, they dropped two of the charges, but he's still facing eight. Ah. Um, in a, <laughs> in, and uh, related to a string of bank robberies in the late seventies, he's uh, a pensioner now. He's retired, and they yeah, fucking you think caught you him. Got away with it, and he kept his mouth shut the whole time. That's the coolest part. Yeah, right. Because you would want to tell someone. <laughs> yeah, right. You'd want it. You just get drunk. And... Well, also, like that's a movie. Like that's something you say in your deathbed, and then like it gets put in a book, and then fucking Martin Scorsese makes it four and a half hours. Yeah, it's like under the house. He has proof. You know. Yeah, exactly. He stole a pen from the bank. He's like, or I got something. in the seventies in Sydney. I got too deep with an illegal, illegal gab- gambling, uh, like a card game, and like a bunch of fucking Chinese dudes in a basement. So I had to, as my do- job as a day trader in the daytime, I would and go I make pretty good money. I'd get drunk at lunch. That's so much more interesting than fucking Robert Redford, the old man in the gun or whatever. That was good, but I'd rather see the Australian one for sure. The dude in his twenties with a gun, with no gun. With no guy, even better. <laughs> Take that, Robert Redford with, and with, Tom Waits. With vodka breath and a fucking full tummy. Yeah. I just had a... Dude, a pesto chicken sandwich has never riled me up enough to go rob a bank. No. Uh, Nothing's riled me up enough to rob a bank, to be quite frank. I'll tell you what. I've never off. robbed a bank. Wink. Hats off to my sister. Um, <laughs> I just became an uncle over the weekend. And holding that kid... It's the first like infant I've been like this close with. Sure. Where I was like, I'll punch anything right now. Yeah. Like I've got this thing in my arms. I'll f- I'll fucking kick a nurse in the chest. Get away from me. So I I understand that, but being like I don't know, I was trying to think like what situation would I have to be in to rob a bank, and I was like I just wouldn't do that. Like, 
You know what I mean? It's your like nephew you were saying earlier. Have gotten in deep with you know with some bad guys. But even then, it's today's age. Like I would run like a credit card scam or like fraud some people on the internet or, or scope out a small local business that sells like expensive designer jeans or something. You yeah. Know. Or like a Brinks truck in the middle of nowhere. No, nah, I'm not doing a Brinks truck. I'm I'm stealing from women's jeans. Or like stores. a a, a generic. Boat. Oh, fucking well. That goes. Uh, that's gonna work out well for you. California just raised the uh, misdemeanor theft uh, price really high. It's nine ninety five. Yeah, that's why homeless people are stealing with impunity. And yeah, people are losing their shit. They're like, they said I was one uh, small business owner was saying they would steal pants from them and then right in front of the store sell them to someone else. They're like, we're watching it. The cops won't even. Come well, because even like loss prevention and security, once you walk out the front door, they can't touch you. Yeah. So. If the people so are like, I saw a video of like guard. these twelve dudes just bum rushed to Ross dress for less, yeah, and just and they all just like couldn't even see they were running. They had so much like shit in their hands. They look like Cat in the Hat balancing like a fishbowl on an umbrella while they're running out on a beach ball, just uh, just full of fucking Jordash. I uh, one of my, I was with one of my my friends who got caught stealing. And the it was like a <laughs> yeah. it was kind of like a hardcore older Asian guy who was not fucking around and busted my friend and he grabbed him by the shoulder and he says, "Take out what's in your pants." And he said, "I didn't take anything." And the guy reached into his pants and grabbed this uh, kiss poster that he stole. <laughs> and he goes, and my friend get, looks all tough and goes, "What are you gonna do?" He said, "I'm gonna call the cops." And my friend just goes, "No!" <laughs> and then I just like. I just yelled, Aaron, just run. And then he ran away and he didn't get caught. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? What Hey, what are you going to do, dude? But I, I can relate with the uh, with the kid thing because my sister has been trying to have a kid for a while. She just uh, adopted one. And Congrats. I have that I have that same thing because I have some nieces. They're all step nieces. Mm-hmm. And this kid's not blood, but it's like it's my sister's kid and it's a boy. But I've already bought them like the Forrest Gump Cortez's. I just bought him a Dodgers onesie, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I'm getting yeah. into it where it's like, holy shit, I actually like volunteered to babysit the kid out of the goodness of my heart. Mm-hmm. They're still not fun. Like, I cannot wait for this kid to be able to throw a ball. Oh, yeah. Know, and say funny shit. But even I'm like, it's the most I've ever liked a baby. Well, that's because I've got a younger brother. I think he's 12 or 13 now. But it, I'm just looking back and um, we adopted him when he was like one and a half, two. Or my family did. I, you know, I had nothing to do with it. But sure. Yeah, I would have never given. I'll say, like kid. he's still not good at catch. Uh, so I'm thinking, I'm like, this is like, oh, it's my fucking, oh, my, I'm my uncle. It's the first time he's a boy. I'm like, oh, was, I'm so stoked. But I'm like, it's gonna be like eight years before he does anything cool. Yeah, I'm you, like, I can't teach him like any of the stuff I know is minimum like eight years. Yeah, I got, I got a little because I guess I didn't grasp when kids get eye hand coordination. But my friend uh, brought her two year old son around, <laughs> and I had a wine cork, and I was like. Hey, Braden, catch. And I threw it at him. It just nailed him in the head. I'm like, oh, shoot. Sorry. I didn't realize he couldn't catch yet. Yeah. And then you see those. It gives you an appreciation for those kids on uh, like ESPN that are like dribbling two basketballs at once, like behind the back oh, and shit. Kids, four years old. Some I met my, my friend's brother came over with his three-year-old son. And he goes, let's play, fr- play Frisbee. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to play Frisbee with you. Just throws a fucking laser right at me. And I'm like, I'm obsessed with this kid now. I'm yeah. like, I was telling the dad, I'm like, you got to get him to football early. you got to. And his dad's like, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But I thought it was a fluke. This kid can throw a Frisbee better than most people. Sick, dude. What a gift. I remember that, like, not being able to handle a football, like a normal football. And then we got the miniature football. It's just, like, scaled down. And then I got the fucking 
the vortex. Well, the vortex, anyone can spy. The Whistler. I was like, damn, dude, I was throwing like a hundred yards in eighth grade. I'm like, this, I'm this is my sport. Can we play with this ball? Yeah, yeah. Always. Can we play with that instead? Or what was there's that thing where it was like a soft baseball on the end of a rainbow kite thing. Yeah, called like a foxtail. All uh-huh. those weird gimmicky ones. I uh, remember that frisbee that turned into a ball. Nope. It was like a ball, but if you smashed it, it was a frisbee. Oh. Uh, and okay. it looked like it looked like a star when it was flat, but then it it was like on a timer. So you smashed it and then you throw the frisbee and whoever catches it as a ball loses. All right. There are a lot of really cool games from back then that are not around anymore. There's a game called Scramball, which was super fun, where it was like a foam big dice almost, and you wore these little bracelets on your wrist of different colors, and hmm. I would roll the ball. And if it lands, say you have green bracelets, if it lands on the green, you grab it and we all run and you hurl it at someone. Yeah. And every time someone gets hit, they lose a bracelet. There was a, do you remember like slam ball where it was that like football on a string, you would fling it back and forth? No. No. I remember the one with the trampoline in the middle. Don't know that one. Oh, that were you? Yeah. Smack ball or smash ball or whatever. Yeah. That was kind of like slam ball. No, slam ball is basketball on trampolines. Oh yeah, that was on what like that was like XFL FX where something? they did like a uh, like two seasons. Yeah, it I was used... funded by rappers. Yeah, that that was a ridiculous slam ball, but that was the best when your friend had a basketball hoop and a big trampoline, and yeah. you play one on one on the trampoline. The kids don't play butts up anymore. No. Oh, I was explaining butts up to someone, and it seemed like the way that they looked at me, like it was just like some horrific gladiator days. Sport <laughs> like you like, just get him the butt. It's or a tennis the head ball with the tennis ball. Zoom ball, yeah. Like Zoom ball. Zoom ball was sick. That's what I'm talking. Oh, about. I do it was remember a that. On a yeah. String. And if it hit yeah. your handles, you uh, you lost. Anyway, this is not good All for right. viewers. Going down memory lane. I got a hat saw. Look up Zoom ball. Look up Zoom for ball. the audio listeners. But there was a water balloon version, and if it the water balloons would explode in your face. Oh, it was on fun. a timer. It was sick. Now kids are just watching porn on their phone. I remember. Uh, I was stoked because we had a like a jogathon in our elementary school and the lady who they would come in and do this raffle. Oh, sick. I totally got rigged. The lady who would do the raffle was my carpool lady. She would drive me to school (laughs) and she totally just rigged it and was like, Spencer, you win all the prizes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was sick, but I got a hats off. All right, let's hear it. I got a real life hats off. So, uh, don't be telling anybody, but I've been trying to be a, I've been going to doctors, being responsible. Like, I hadn't been to the dentist in 15 years. Yeah. I told you last week, three cavities. I went to the dermatologist. Oh, yeah. You have the complexion for a dermatologist. I know. My, my dad's had melanoma taken out. My mom's had melanoma taken out. So I go there, and the, the assistant, you know, the person who weighs you, the first person. Yeah. And she asked me if I've ever had moles removed. I said, yeah, I've had a couple removed. She said, oh, how did they do it? And I said, oh, my stepmom just cut them off with scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true, one hundred percent true. But then she just says to me, "Oh my god!" I've known this lady for thirty seconds. I say, "Well, I've never done it professionally, but my stepmom would cut them off with scissors. She knew what she was doing." And she said, "I would never let my stepdad anywhere near me. He used to beat the shit out of my mom all the time and chase me around the house with a knife." And I'm like, "Oh my god." That's very soon that you, you either say that to everyone or you find me to be a very empathetic person that you no, decide she to is, open up to. She's one of those people where she's uh, dry drunk, but not in the typical sense of the word. Like, 
she shares like she's hammered, but she's just like in line at Target. Yeah, and that's how it wasn't. She wasn't even like, "Whoa, me!" It was. She kind of was like, "Yeah, he's no good. He's dead now." And <laughs> oh, I, Jesus. And then I, then I said, "Well, fuck him. I'm glad he's dead." And she was like, "Me too," in a positive way. <laughs> but so, uh, the actual dermatologist comes in, and she seems very serious and very quick. And she goes, uh, "What ethnicity?" She was a white lady. Oh, she was a white lady, and see, my dermatologist got sick or something so this lady had to take on all these other patients for her this day so that's why she was in such a big rush and she's being all serious and she tells me to like take my clothes off and i start um to get butt naked she's like no no you don't have to do that <laughs> just keep your underwear on and then she checks and looks at the moles is like no not cancerous not cancerous well, i've got this big mole on the tip of no, my check dick. this out though she goes she has to look down there so she pulls my underwear out because she was saying she's like yeah there usually aren't um and he like cancers moles down there because it doesn't get a lot of sun. And then she pulls my under. This is a hats off, by the way. Pulls my underwear up and goes, uh, "Yeah, not much going on down there." And I don't know if because she, she was a very serious <laughs> doctor, and I don't know if that was like a little dermatology joke. Dude, it, she got your. And ass. if it was, I fucking love it. If that if that was a joke. Oh man. But I don't know because She's, oh, that's a medium sized mole. Wait, nope, that's your penis. <laughs> because that's risky. Because if you say that to every guy as a funny doctor joke, someone's gonna yeah. get pissed. Like yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious, but <laughs> I was still looking in her eyes and I couldn't tell if she was joking. I wonder if she's not. on my HMO. Dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. She either said like not much down there or not nothing to see down there. Something, something along those. Did lines. she check your butt cheeks? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. But uh. But then the reason I went to – I've only been to two dermatologists in my life, two separate ones. The reason I was about to get butt naked, and now I'm really thinking about this, the last dermatologist I went to was a gay dude. He had me get butt naked, and I was probably naked for like 15 <laughs> minutes. Not No no, no exaggeration. That's like hilarious. he was checking me, and I thought that was – How old were you? It was like five years ago. Oh, okay. 25. Yeah. But it, Damn, you should be living in overcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it just tripped me out because all she needed to do was take a quick peek down there, and he had me butt naked for a while. Dude, so, I haven't been to a regular doctor in five years. I still haven't been to a regular doctor. Uh, but, uh, I got my insurance card like a year ago. I signed up for insurance through my work, and then it took like a year for me to actually like put in like the info so they'd send me my like number. And then it's it's been almost a year now, and I just haven't actually received my card in the mail. See, I'm on a rampage now because I met my deductible, so I'm trying to knock it all out before the new year, so I don't oh, have okay. to pay for it. But uh, you did that fart sound effect. Coincidentally, I was in the – this guy had, like – I was hanging out with this guy recently, and his I found out his son died of a heroin overdose, and it was, like, this really sad thing. Him and his wife were talking about it. And then uh, he and I were both peeing at the same time in a public restroom, and he makes these fart noises with his mouth, and I kind of do, like, a fake laugh, and he's like, yeah, that's something me and my – my son always did. I was like, oh. And then he just kept making those for like the entire day for eight hours. And I kept wanting to play into it because he's like thinking of me as his dead heroin addict oh son. And but I just didn't know what to do. And yeah, anyway. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. Don't put your problems on me. But hell yeah. Raise your son better. He wouldn't have done heroin, you <laughs> piece of shit. Hey, he seemed cool. He has hey, two Volkswagens. Yeah, two Volkswagens and a dead son, dude. Maybe make less fart noises in the bathroom and your son wouldn't be smacking <laughs> up that dope. <laughs> Fucking, fucking shooting up that junk. <laughs> Less fart noises, more drug prevention programs. You know, my dad barking spiders. He farted? No. Oh, must be a barking spider. Yeah, I like that one. I heard it. I'm not on heroin. I heard it. <laughs> okay, I got you. I, I see where you're going. I got a, so, someone gave me a new one. They blew their nose and they like flared their nostrils and went, any bats in the cave? 
Never heard that one. You never heard that? No. That's my. That's another dad classic. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite. I used. Uh, I unapologetically have stolen it from Nick DiPaolo. It's whenever you're peeing at a urinal next to somebody, you knock on the divider. You go, don't you hate these things? <laughs> uh, that's a fun bathroom gag. Um. So hell yeah to my dermatologist for making fun of my dick. Oh yeah. <laughs> what did she? Did she just, the seriousness gets me like because I still don't know, but she's a doctor. She's she has to realize yeah. like even if she said it after the fact. Like I have stock responses for like things said to me at my job. Yeah. Uh, so she's got to just be like she's just an old woman. She's been doing dermatology for thirty years, and she's just like, all right, how can I slyly tell this guy his penis isn't that impressive? Yeah, because she was when she walked in, she was kind of feisty <laughs> because I was already naked. And then she goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm doctor." I'm like, "Yeah, I should know your name." Before I, I Before I take my clothes off, and she goes, "Well, I figured you knew my name because you made an appointment with me." And I said, "No, I made an appointment with the other lady. I got stuck with you." And she's like, "Oh." <laughs> she's so, like, right when you said that, she's like, "This guy's getting a dick yeah, joke." <laughs> I don't care what it looks like. She doesn't even have to check your penis. She just, she <laughs> just, it. she got that to that just so she can use that joke. I wish she would have. It was a plant. I wish she would have said like, "Hmm, cute pussy." Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I remember in eighth grade we did like you have to do the physicals to go into high school, and one kid's like, "Cause you just we did it at our uh, like you have to go to a general practitioner like your family doctor, but we just like the." The school, the gym teachers do it, and then you just have to go get, like, signed off. Oh, that's weird. Um, So, yeah, he just he just did the thing where, like, he checked your back, make sure you weren't, like, curving for scoliosis. Like, he just looked at you from the profile. And he was like, ah, hey, you look fine. Stand up straight. Put your shoulders back. All right, cool. And then he made you walk like a duck, where you squat and then do that, like, straight leg walk thing. Yeah. And then his kid's like, I'm doing that shit. I went to my doctor. And then, like, a week later, he's like, yeah, my doctor played with my dick for, like, eight minutes. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad I did the duck walk. <laughs> Duck walk's fine. Oh, that's that same uh, locker room. We used to have uh, giraffe fights, where you uh, you line up against somebody and they tie your hands behind your back and you just fight with your heads. I don't know that one. It's fun. It's fun. Sounds super fun, especially for that when you're age. in like eighth grade, like in yeah. the locker room, uh, <laughs> and we uh, size people up and send them against each other. Yeah, that's there was right. weight classes and everything, and like next week you're going against James. It's like, f- oh, fuck, I got to start training. Just I'll chasing get, chickens in the backyard. I'll get into conversation with people who are trying to say that, like, uh, you know, men and women aren't that different, and we force these, you know, these ideals on kids. We make them play with fire trucks instead of dolls, and then I'll tell them the games we played <laughs> in junior high and high school, and they're just appalled. We used to play a game where you just you spin a quarter. And I have to keep it going. Once I do, you have to keep it going. Yeah. And if you if it falls, you put your knuckles down and you fling it into each other's Bloody knuckles. knuckles. Yeah. But we used to in woodshop sharpen the quarter so it was a knife and do it. Yeah. And it was like this super fun game. Yeah. Until I think I might still have knuckle scars. Yeah. There was... Or just the one where you just uh, oh no that's bloody knuckles where you just jam you just slam your knuckles on the other guy's hand and it's like I'm getting hurt too. Yeah, this isn't even a game. We would play a game where we just both hold hands and we slap each other's hands, and it gets to the point where you actually start bleeding. Yeah, and it gets to the point where slapping you hurts more than getting slapped because <laughs> your hand is just so fucked. Uh, and you could do that for like forty minutes in the back of math class before someone would. Catch uh, we you. would tie each other's. We, you'd uh, tie each other together at the wrist, and then you you slap box. So you couldn't really like get uh, away from them, but you try to smack the shit on them. But it's also 
That's almost like how they fight in hockey, where one hand is holding the jersey. Yeah, exactly. And then they're just throwing haymakers yeah, as fun. much as they can. Yeah, it's fun. But no closed fists. I mean, we're not animals. Sure, yeah. <laughs> That's how. Yeah, no, no. We use closed fists, and the girl's open-handed. That's how we're not that different. <laughs> um, What's next for you, buddy? All right. Um, let's switch to a gloves off. So, <laughs> another bank em- uh, related. A bank employee from North Carolina, I believe. Um, over the course of three months, stole $88,000 straight from the vault using like fraudulent slips, not depositing customers' money, things like that. Uh, he was caught. Um, you want to guess how he was caught? In a strip club. Nope. He had a very specific type of shoe and, and, uh, it left tread marks. Nope, 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 nope. None of the above. It's one of the things I learned from Goodfellas. He got flashy. Oh, he bought the coat. Bought a, bought he, a nice furry you coat. You take this fur coat back, you piece of shit. He bought um a bunch of new clothes, updated his wardrobe, like you want to do, and uh, leased a Mercedes. It didn't say which Mercedes it was, but it had a twenty thousand dollar down payment. Whoa! So, For a lease? <laughs> Can't you get a Tesla for less than that? Yeah, exactly. Um, you can get it like an E class for less than that. I mean, you you put twenty thousand dollars on any Mercedes that I would drive, like your payment's gonna be like a buck fifty a month. But um, I honestly thought you were gonna say like uh, he bought the original lightsaber from Star Wars one and made Instagram videos of it or something. Because a lot of people get caught that way, like yeah, they rob and then they're just flashing their fat stacks on Instagram. Yeah. Um. So well, you beat me to the punch, bud. Everybody's like, how do you get this Mercedes? So as soon as they start investigating him, his most recent Instagram picture is him holding a stack of cash like a cell phone oh, up nice. to his ear. <laughs> like he's talking to the money. <laughs> um, uh, no, sorry, he's not in at the moment, but I can take your call. Just <laughs> People do that all the time. 50 Cent filed for bankruptcy and then posted a picture of him laying like a model. And he spelled out the words cash with cash. <laughs> And he got in trouble for that. Or there were these people doing drive-bys and they Instagrammed it. And then it, the oh, video yeah. shows the drive-bys and then it shows them both looking super sad. You remember in, I think it was like Chicago where they kidnapped, uh, those three black teenagers kidnapped that white retarded kid. And they're like, this is because of Donald Trump. This is Donald Trump. And they're just beating and torturing a retarded kid in like an abandoned house in Southside Chicago. Were they pro or anti-Trump? They were very anti. It oh, was like okay. the week after the election. He wasn't even inaugurated yet. And they... They kidnapped this retarded boy. Why? Because he was and, white, and yeah, and tortured him for oh. t- what? All that aside, they, my it point. Was Trump. The point, devil made me do it. Yeah, so the devil made you do it. Trump's white. This guy's <laughs> white. Makes a di- uh But anyway, he. Um, the whole point is they live streamed it on Facebook. It's like an eight-hour video. Oh, <laughs> you're just like, hey guys, like I have a serious ethical problem with what you're doing, but like. Yeah. How did you make me agree with you less? Like, yeah, let me teach you something. Be Keep smart it to about. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Loose lips sink ships. Don't stream this. My favorite of all of them was a girl Facebook live streamed herself drunk driving, and in the video is talking about, "I'm so drunk, I can't believe I'm driving right now." And a concerned citizen watching the video just called nine one one and said, "Yeah, my friend Ashley is fucked up on Palmdale Boulevard or whatever." <laughs> it's probably Palmdale G- Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pear Blossom Highway. What's the difference? Um, did you see that one where the chick was live? She was Facebook living and she, she was, she was drunk Facebook living 
and she got into a wreck and her sister died. It was just her and her sister in the car. Oh. And she totaled the car, killed her sister for Facebook Live. Oh. And she had like, I remember finding it and it was like 62 uh, viewers. Where I'm like, she had like 1,200 friends. Where I'm like, that's another thing that pisses me off. I'm like, how do these 16 year old girls have more followers than me? Yeah. I'm but, actually active in this community. Yeah. I'm actually contributing. I, I've apparently shown up in the, uh, like the people's search algorithms because I get hate mail from Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> but but this chick for sixty two viewers oh. got to watch her murder her sister. Cause she she was literally like, What's going on with and like keep you can tell she keeps messing with her phone. Where you it's her hand's not in the frame, but you can tell she's messing with it. And then uh she, the camera just flies and it's just <laughs> and then she's fucking I hate the people. Too. Also, hats off to that the newspaper for posting the video oh. to accompany the article. Oh well, they got it's investigative journalism. But with the social media thing too, I get eight hundred friend requests a day, and every time I look at a friend request and I see that I have three hundred friends in common, I know you're some fucking comic from South Dakota who thinks if you get five thousand friends, you make it in comedy. Yeah, it's. Like, why are you friend requesting me? Yeah. So then you can have me like your podcast. Hey, like and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, like, rate, and review. Yeah. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio we're on now. Sure. Wherever oh, hell you yeah. want. Uh, dude, oh, you know what? All the above. Um, holiday season's coming up. Steal phones. Uh, be like, hey, sorry, my phone's dead. Can I borrow this thing for a YouTube video? Go to iTunes podcast app like rate and review five stars and even just type like a single letter just so it pops up as a review i got um i got in a lot of not trouble but um i stayed in airbnb right yeah and it was a it was a fine airbnb it wasn't really bad wasn't really great oh i think i don't uh no i already talked about this never mind i got a great gloves off <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting senile this was this one started as a as a hats off, but Florida, this is too Florida. It made me angry. Florida got so Florida, it did the most Florida thing I've ever heard. Like the only way it could be more Florida is if I was listening to 1997 Will Smith hit Miami while reading this article. Abenito, ami, ami. Bombenito, ami, ami. But uh, so, <laughs> what did you say? Party on city to the break. Cigar, I just bite it. It's for the looks. I don't light it. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I like that. At least he admits it. Yeah. I like that a lot, actually. I don't remember that part. But uh, so there's this dude. First of all, they're 60 miles east of Tampa. And I have no idea what 60 miles that's... east of Tampa, but I feel like 60 miles in any direction of Tampa is terrifying. That's like riffraff country. Really, really scary. So. That's just my instinct. I have no proof of that. But um, okay. So this you're, guy, the, you're either you're either spring break or spring league for the our like, producer can verify that <laughs> is true. Spring training for a um, uh, major league baseball team or selling crystal meth. Yeah. Well, this involves crystal meth. Hey. So <laughs> someone saw an alligator chewing on a human, which that would be the part where I scream at my kids and say we're not going to disney world anymore yeah uh get the fuck in the car <laughs> so someone hunted down and killed this alligator they found limbs you know like an arm a leg in the body and then they did an autopsy on the guy he actually died of a meth overdose not from the alligator eating him so isn't that the most florida of all florida thing <laughs> another case of he uh, got eaten by an alligator after he od'd on meth that's pretty good 
I mean, <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. It, but that was like <laughs> that guy trumped me. It was too meta, you know. It was too, yeah. So uh, that's a, that's a gloves off too. That's a but yeah, but that's like a uh, that's just a hat trick. You know what I mean? He's he's one thing away from a hat trick. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's, that's why I wish Miami was playing. Maybe it was, but they yeah they found a foot and a hand inside the reptile's stomach, and then the, with it being Florida, I can't believe they even sent it to a me- medical examiner. But yeah, I think at that point you should be like even like a street cop should be able to be like uh, uh like yeah I seen this once uh smoking meth <laughs> got eaten by an alligator. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, we got a 415 up in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Let's hit it. <laughs> um, Which makes me worried for our friend Rab, who's gone to the dark side and moved to Florida. No, but he's in the good part of Florida. Where? Yeah, that was... <laughs> uh, yeah, well, like I was vamping. Keys. I was hoping I'd think of another city. Is uh, he in the Keys? I, th- I literally... That's got to be the only good part of Florida, Literally, right? like, six... Yeah, and they're islands. Yeah. Speaking of riffraff country, that... Um, bridges. What was that? Um, that riffraff based movie where james franco played uh oh like yeah he that, gets the three hot chicks out the of harmony corinne movie is that it yeah 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 uh spring uh, breakers yeah her new movie it's a dude florida keys beach bum you watch that with mcconaughey no that's a guy though harmony corinne's a dude is it you know it's a cool harmony corinne's because harmony corinne got never famous. mind i don't i'm not down with dudes no, named harmony check it out harmony corinne got famous for kids right so he goes on david letterman just does this unbelievably weird interview, like being super strange. David Letterman's real awkward, but it's kind of a gimmick, so he brings him back on the show. Yeah. And then uh, he brings him back a third time to promote some book he wrote. (laughs) And he's just kind of like, it's kind of like when David Letterman brings on Paris Hilton, where he's like kind of fucking with him. But Harmony Corinne's actually a semi-smart person. But then Harmony Corinne mysteriously got banned from the show. And no one knew why. And James Franco went and did Letterman. And James Franco made that movie with Harmony Corinne. He goes, yeah, I heard that uh, he got drunk and accidentally... Spring Breakers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, James Franco was saying, he's like, yeah, I heard Harmony got dr- drunk and accidentally pushed Meryl Streep. And David Letterman's like, that is not what happened. He goes, what happened? And Letterman's like, doesn't he want to blow up Harmony Corinne's spot? But James Franco... He's like, fine, I'll tell <laughs> you what push happened. Push the issue. I'll t- push the issue. And he said he went into Meryl Streep's dressing room to... Uh, Say, you know, welcome to the show or whatever. And Harmony Crin was digging in her purse, stealing shit. <laughs> so they got permanently banned. Yeah, YOLO. Anyway, Beach Bum. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's a good movie. Never saw it. It's just like came out last year. Yeah. McConaughey, he's like a. I'm yeah. trying. He's like a. Beach Bum? Yeah, yeah, but he's like a Bukowski type. But he's just like living in the Keys. It gets fucking wild at a couple ports. I could see if you hate the movie, but I thought it was beautiful. It's poetic. Yeah, I like kids. Don't watch Gummo. Gummo is. Horrible. Oh uh, yeah, I haven't seen kids probably since I was in high school. Kids was good. I remember in high school it was like, whoa, this is real. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is fucking. Oh, I don't, I don't like like bad boys. I'm more into like like kids and like Mystic River. Kids was great because when you try to, ex- <laughs> when <laughs> those are the movies I thought were, I thought were deep when I was oh, I a love teenager. Mystic River. No, I Clint know Eastwood but, baby. Oh, I love that movie. I know, but when you're like. Everybody's talking about like The Hangover. I'm like, I'm more into like uh, like artsy films. Like, you ever seen uh, Requiem for a <laughs> Exactly. But uh, that's why like that Marriage Story movie is uh, really big right now. And I went to, I had like a really just bummer day, and I went, I was about to watch it, and I go, Oh, this is a Noah Baumbach movie. Yeah, it's I've seen bum you. I've seen Squid the Whale. That's <laughs> a bummer, sad fest. I need to watch something happy. He's a brilliant filmmaker, but I'm like, I don't want to feel these feelings. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's cathartic, but I was like, that's not the catharsis I want. I want Adam Sandler playing himself and his sister right now. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, back to me. Can we pull this up on the big screen? We got another case. Remember the uh, gentleman, the Brazilian man who tried to sneak out of prison as his daughter? Oh yeah. Yeah, with a cool face mask. Yeah, I remember breaking that story. So uh, I think it was yesterday. Oh uh, yeah, we. By the way, we broke that story and many others. Uh, Suck it, John Oliver. I mean, it's becoming more and more frequent that I'm we're breaking stories and that I'm seeing them pop up in uh, comedy shows days, if not weeks later. Oh, shows. so we're on top of the ball. We're killing it. If you want your feed, get it here first, folks. A Brazilian man was arrested uh, for trying to take his driving test for his mother. That's a hats off. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the audience. They have driving tests in Brazil? First of all, that Call was the... me naive. I told Hannah that. Or no, um, must have been my roommate. And then uh, he was just like, uh, he had the exact same response. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I didn't even think of that. I just assumed they had an infrastructure. But now that you say that... I mean, I didn't doubt that they had one. But for a Department of Motor Vehicles, I figure that, you know, they're working on that. That was like the 2025 pledge for the new, the new president. It's like what I think of like... Um, what is that? Oh, the, that's the Brazilian people? Oh, so this is the guy who dressed up like his mother. Oh, nice. He put on a wig, tons of makeup, got his nails professionally done, and just wanted to take the driving test for his old lady, his poor old mother. He looks good. She, I guess she took the test a couple times and failed, so he's like, mamacita, I got I'm this. I'm sure there's no reason for that. He didn't well, want to be driving his mom to the doctor. Well, if this stuff. happened in Los Angeles, it'd be a definite gloves off. Like, hey, she should not be on the road. I don't agree with, like, the government condoning who can and can't do with their fucking own liberty or whatever. Like, I hate that I have to pay taxes and get my car smogged every fucking three months, it feels like. Yes. But it's in Brazil. This lady's not going to T-bone me. Hats off to this dude for helping out his old poor old mama. Um, and also, um, hats off to the people of Brazil. I'm going to, I'm going to, I made a note, but I will get into it, is... See if this is a thing. If there's any type of psychological connection that makes the Brazilians want to dress up like women to commit crimes. Okay, yeah, we got to do this. Because there's some type of pattern emerging. I do think a we deep might dive be, on that. Like many things, I think we might be the first to discover something. Yeah. All right, we'll get on that. We'll, we'll give you updates. I'll have an intern uh, send me an email. Well, I, I, hey, Jessica, no, tell, tell Bill I need that in writing. Are you even listening? Spirit Airlines to Brazil tonight. Red eye. Yeah. No, no, no. Papa Put it on the expense the account. No, run it up to the 18th floor and then back down to 7th. Pass it by Dave. And I want to be on that flight tonight. You understand me? Thank you. No. No, thank you. Jesus. Yes, the Mitchell would like a fresca. Please get a fresca for Mitchell. I, they're going to bring me a fresca. You know I like Perrier. You know how he gets with his blood sugar. All right. All right. Well, I got a nice hats off. Hats off. This one was, uh, the headline was deceiving. It was a uh, gloves off because, uh, well, first of all, when I was, I was reading the news today and there were two articles about uh, one male teacher, one female teacher, both fucking their students. Hell yeah. And that's like such commonplace that, uh, you know, wouldn't cut it. And this, I just thought, oh, same thing again. Teachers trying to fuck his students. Underage kids, but this uh, university... Dude, if this keeps happening, I might Billy Madison go oh, back this, to high school. This one's a hats off because of a few details. Like, when you're such a nerd... I wish I had a picture of him to show you. When you're such a nerd that you're cool. So, he's a church leader. Shocking. But he's also a professor at Northeastern Missouri University, and he was tried... 
charge with um basically he started a grinder account okay with the screen name <laughs> dilf you have my attention <laughs> if you don't know what a dilf is look it up but that was his screen name and a cop made a fake account and this is what pissed me off the cop was claiming to be an 18 year old man so it wasn't like an underage stinger or anything nope. But they got him for prostitution because this guy expressed a relationship and a sugar daddy relationship. And he arranged for sex, saying that if he meets him at the gas station, he'll fill up his tank. <laughs> he might throw in an Arby's gift card. <laughs> so he arrived at the station and the cop was there. And he ran away, but they caught him. <laughs> Take a gas and an Arby's gift card. You got to let him go away. Was it uh, like a Love's where the Arby's was connected? I hope so. But the exact quote from the uh, grinder. I don't even know where there is an Arby's. Might throw in an Arby's card, LOL. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't... See, that would have been a glows off if he... What do you actually... mean, might? If I'm coming down there, that Arby's card better fucking yeah. be there. <laughs> I'm going to let you suck my dick in a parking lot. <laughs> if I'm coming all the way down there to get my asshole blasted out, I'm at least getting a beefy double and cheddar. With curly fries, loaded. <laughs> what kind of... What kind of money are we putting on this car? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what a tank of gas a tank of gas in Missouri is what, like eighteen dollars? <laughs> I'd say forty dollars max. <laughs> I love this guy. Holy shit. And I can't because he was a professor for thirty years. Well, professor, hats off to this guy for being a survivor. But he's also a professor in, of communications and clearly he's a great communicator. So, uh, <laughs> He's been suspended. He's not even allowed on campus at all. Uh, no contact with student organizations. He's definitely or not allowed at the campus Arby's. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I'll give you a roast beef. I'll give you the a Arby's nice... in the student center. He is excommunicated. Oh, there. excommunicado. Uh, ex <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you operated on campus grounds. <laughs> You are excommunicado. Watch John Wick if you haven't seen it. It's oh, amazing. Fuck. Fucking hats off to John Wick, dude. Hats off to Ian McShane. Yeah, Ian McShane. I, I watched John Wick uh, 1 and 2 this past week. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how. I knew how good it was because I actually bought them on Blu-ray. Yeah. They're $5. Yeah. And you get digital plus DVD. But my point is I literally watched John Wick and just started it over again. It's great. I don't think I've done that since I was 12. Yeah. Um, John Wick 3. John Wick 3 is the first movie I've pirated in like eight years. I have. Like I legitimately stole. Because I, I saw it at the theaters. And then like two days later, I was like, I need to watch that I again. I still have not seen 3. Because I ha I bought all 3. But 3 is just this beautiful gift that uh, I don't want to watch it because I don't want yeah. more. And I realized my hypocrisy because my a big part of my hating Star Wars is saying that, um, you know, just... For the sanctity of the franchise, keep it at three, keep it pure. Yeah. But I cannot wait for John Wick 4. There's a John Wick TV show coming out that's just about the hotel that they stay at. The Continental. There, there's a Continental show, and I could not that's be more cool. excited. What if they turn that into a Star Wars universe? Uh, like a just John Wick over and over. If if because they do it well, the like if they try if they try to do that bullshit where it's like like it's got to be an HBO show, like a it's big stars. epic. I don't that, know. That could I've be never seen... oh, Stars is all right. It's like Showtime or one of those where I imagine they put in like a production value. 
Ray Donovan, that type of shit. But it's like this big world. But like, I just fear it going the way of like, like Marvel, where like each one of these movies costs two hundred million dollars, and then like the show is like, ah, we couldn't get Spider Man. Like Spider Man has movies, so the show's going to be about uh, the reporter. Yeah, but the thing about John Wick. This John Wick 2, the budget was $40 million. That is not very much for how much money it made. The no. second one was like $25 million. Yeah. So they did a lot with their money. But um, goddamn, John Wick is unreal. Yeah. Just to keep it so simple. Number three ends in a similar fashion. Not like theme or story or whatever-wise, but just in terms of like cliffhanger. And uh, So you have to wrap it up. John, Because I feel like John Wick 2, they could have easily fucked that up. And they made it unreal. The ending of John Wick 2 is absolutely killer. Yeah. With Ian McShane in the park, spoiler oh. alert, and they just he just shows his power and freezes them. Yeah, says give him one hour, and he just run limps away with his dog. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend when he was running away and like literally everybody's staring at him. She's like, oh, so everybody in the world's an assassin, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. fucking awesome, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> it's like not everybody in the world, but they cleared the park. Oh, and, so and they all have like actors. All the assassins are like, "Hey, I'm just walking my dog. Just I'm just a public works guy emptying the trash." And then as he's leaving, everybody's like, "I got my fucking eyes on you." Well, that's what was so. And then cool is number three picks up with him well, walking out that. of. I'm just saying, it starts with him walking out of the park. Like, that's what's so cool. All that's... four movies take place over like 72 hours. Same with two. It was truly a chapter two. It wasn't three yeah. weeks later. And yep. what's so right about John Wick two? Yeah. And those and dudes literally just followed him from the park. Like yeah. it's looking great. What's so great about John Wick too is he literally took all his cool gold coins and guns and re-cemented them, and then that guy shows up and burns his house down. <laughs> like he just got out of the game, uh, barely. When and, that lady kills herself in the tub, so when he sneaks in and she's like, she's like, I go out scene. on my terms. Oh, that was so. Random. And he's got to go back through the catacombs and just fuck up Common. Yeah, and just uh, God. Because they left you wanting so much more with, like, the secret society and the coins and how mm -hmm. does this work. And then, two, they give you so much. And then they throw in the homeless world when he's getting chased and he puts a gold coin in a hobo cup. I need safe passage. Like, what? Uh, and the homeless guy just throws a blanket over him and the cops all run by. I'm absolutely And then Lawrence Fishburne's obsessed. a pigeon guy on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a little over the top. but uh, Dude, you're going to love number three. I'm going to watch it tonight. But uh, I even on the way over here, I'm listening to a John Wick podcast. <laughs> I'm seriously, it... um, the scripts too are fucking amazing. Like in terms of just like, like a, like Batman Begins. I always recommend for like if like no this, like it's I love that movie. It's like a class. It's its own class and how to write that kind of movie. And the reason John Wick is so successful is because it's it's a throwback to like the movies we loved growing up. You know, it's a they come Cobra where Commando. They have, they have cool one liners. Uh, the they didn't like convolute the plot. They made it so simple for yeah. everyone. Morning is dead wife. Someone murdered his dog. No, well, boom, wham, bam. His his wife dies of natural causes. Yeah, she cancer, has, or she has cancer or something. Cancer or something. So while she's on her deathbed, she gets him a puppy. So when that puppy dies, that's his last connection to this new civility he tried to develop. And he just went, "All right, y'all let the Baba Yaga out of the cage." Yeah. And then he fucking just goes ham. And then he tries to retire again. He totally buries and re-cements all his equipment. And then that mean guy comes and burns his house. <laughs> the down. Italian brother, who um, he was the one who helped him get out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I he like, gave him that. I don't know the coin that he had. To yeah, and the first one when the Russian in. guy is like explaining how he got out, and he's like, he killed a lot of people for me in one night. He did an impossible. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then you're like, and then in number two, because I'm reading the wiki before, I was like, what do I need? Like, no spoilers, but what do I read? What do I need to know going in to number two? And it's like, this is the guy that helped him on that night. I'm like, I'm fucking in. Yeah, I'm, in. <laughs> I'm fucking go. in. Let's roll, let's roll. <laughs> well, and they got that cool Russian guy from Armageddon in like any movie that has a Russian yeah. guy for John Wick 2. This goes, is Russian Space Station. He does that line like, he killed two people with the pencil. Any stories you have heard about John Wick, I guarantee are watered down. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, I love that movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I cannot wait to watch three. Yeah. I can't wait for all of it. Yeah, number four comes out not that uh, not too crazy. And Keanu even said, he said, I'm going to keep making these movies until my legs give out. Because like he's <laughs> actually, like he did 95% of the stunts. He's driving the cars. He's yeah. doing all this crazy training. Also, side note, I just saw Matrix for the first time last night. For the f- all right, that's time. we're already at almost an hour. We're not. I'm not talking about it. No, we're gonna movie. talk about the. Ma- you loved it. We have to talk about the Matrix because I thought I wouldn't like it because the special effects wouldn't hold up. They're pretty goddamn good still. I got into a, like a month long argument with multiple people. The forefront being Thomas Easter that Walker Texas Ranger had a bigger impact on uh, children of my generation than the Matrix. <laughs> that's not. Uh... Yeah, my there. grandpa loved my step grandpa loved Walker. My but. mom loved Walker Texas Ranger, but in terms of I'm 27. Yeah, everybody that's in the UFC that right joke. now was inspired by The Matrix. Like that's the in terms of like the 70s where everybody signed up for karate because of like Bruce Lee and all that shit. Like The Matrix was that for my generation. Nobody was like, oh, Walt, Walker Texas Ranger. He kicks high in jeans. When I was a kid, I thought. Like, I would, like, laugh at my step-grandpa, like, okay, you watch your college football and Walker, Texas Ranger, weirdo. The yeah. only reason I even know anything about Walker, Texas Ranger is Conan made fun of it and put in a Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger lever and showed <laughs> yeah. clips out of context. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that guy's a moron. But Matrix is fucking awesome. My uh, friend was so Don't mad. watch two or three uh, unless you're really into, like, the sci-fi element of it. Like, the, the whole trippy, like, existential... Yeah, I've heard they're bad, but when I told my friend two days ago, or yesterday, whenever I told him, he looked at me and was, like, legitimately angry. He goes, you must have put in an effort not to see that. <laughs> right? That was huge in our, in high school. Yeah. And I was like, I remember. I just Yeah. He's like, wouldn't your dad, he was, like, going back, he's like, your dad would have given you money for a ticket. And I was like, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, good movie. John Wick Dude, when he finally great. gets, when he finally stops the bullets in the hallway... You're just. I remember being like eight years old, going, "Oh fuck!" Like just sitting in my seat, like I'd never felt that feeling brought on by a movie before. Yeah, I think where I was like, "Oh, it is fucking over for you assholes." I remember. I think I was in seventh grade, and we're in math class, and like every guy in our class who had seen it completely took over math class. (laughs) Our teacher like had to send people to the principal (laughs) because kids were losing their minds. All right. Um, and Joe Pantaleone's killing it in there. Now we're talking about the Matrix now. <laughs> this is, all right. Matrix. Let's do a Matrix deep dive episode. Oh, now. yeah. We'll do a bonus app. Just strictly Matrix. A Christmas present for the listeners? Yeah. Ooh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, what are we at time wise? Fifty-five. All right, fifty-five minutes. That's not too bad. I got one more for you. This is a gloves off. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> All right. If you're gonna fuck some eighteen-year-olds, don't give them Arby's gift cards. No, do do. Oh yeah, do. They're Sorry. eighteen. Sorry. They're willing. Who wrote these notes? <laughs> God damn it! I mean, at least I I appreciate the Arby's. Like, it's not a it's not a Chick Fil A, but it's also not like Wendy's. I like Arby's way more than Chick Fil A. It's here nor there. See, I just had Chick-fil-A for the first time like two months ago, so I think it was real hyped up I think it's super overrated. Yeah, real hyped up. Wendy's has the Asiago Ranch from Wendy's. It's a good sandwich, too. 
All right. The the charburger place next to my work, great chicken sandwich. It's the same thing with the Popeyes. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It's a chicken yeah. sandwich. It's breaded chicken. Delicious. On bread, let's get down. Yeah. You put oh, you put tomatoes and lettuce and a pickle on it? Wow. What do you want? A fucking a PhD in sandwiching? Mm-hmm. It's fucking six dollars. Suck my dick. All right. Um, so a coach. Wait. A coach. First of all, the gloves office for the school district. A coach is under hot water in upstate New York. His, uh, I guess apparently he's been uh, coaching the soccer team for thirty plus years. Men's soccer team. He just recently in the uh, recent years took on the uh, uh, tennis, and is gonna was supposed to next season also take on teaching history as well. <laughs> next, That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Next season is supposed to be teaching the um, or taking over the duties of head coach for the uh, men's basketball team. All right, makes sense. So he's under in hot water because his uh, soccer team was undefeated. Uh, I think like thirteen games undefeated, and Pretty then good. they they got blown out by a rival. Okay. So he celebrated by taking them to Hooters. Okay. He's since been let go. I've seen three-year-olds at hooters before <laughs> this is my point hooters is hooters just isn't even that tight not at all it's i mean there's a the first first of all it pissed me off the article used uh one of the girls like you had to read the under the caption it was like a hooters waitress from their flagship location in las vegas i was like and she was a seven yeah no they're hot and everything but i see hot girls every day on the street i don't want to have some chick oh they sit in the booth with you because they really like you but that's like when i was waiting tables and you just like you'd crouch next to the table yeah hey guys we down, got something great for you get or, on eye level <laughs> yeah and psychological with you but i remember my friend telling me how great hooters was and i went there if the food was good i would go to hooters it's not Dude, good the hooters on hollywood boulevard in the shit like our version of times square right on the with, walk of fame keenan once it's super cool they used to do a show and an open mic there um Two stories, like you can actually like see down and see some nips sometimes, which is kind of cool. Which I'm like, yeah, it's just I'm not gonna be a creep, but I'm like, boom, boom, well, boom. I'm ah, be nothing a creep. going yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, no, but I'm a, I'm not one of these creep, creeps that ruins it for the other creeps. Okay, you know these guys start <laughs> slapping their dick on the creep. In it. No, yeah. everybody's a creep, but it's like, yeah, have some fucking not... respect. We live in a society. I'm gonna see your nipple, and then I'm just I'm gonna tastefully walk away. I can see real boobs on the internet. I was just seeing what's going on over here. See real, you can see homeless. Boobs the hottest every chick day. there was an eight, maybe. Sure. In Hollywood, where hot chicks, they're the hottest chick in their town. They get on a bus. They get off here. See, I think the Hooters waitresses are hot, but I don't give a fuck. Like, you can see hot girls <laughs> yeah. anywhere, even if they're That's fair. 11s. It's like, give me good food. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the spinoff restaurants, the Tilted Kilts. and the. Oh, yeah. I have a friend who works at Tilted Kilt, and she's like a two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you tilt that kilt a little bit more and uh, go get my onion rings. Hurry, yeah, uh, put on some pants. <laughs> Give me my blooming onion, please. Yeah, I'll tip twenty five percent if you put on some fucking <laughs> yoga pants, you slut. Oh uh, yeah. So man, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, especially when he's been doing it for thirty years. Like he's like Hooters was cool back when oh, he, he was. Could have done that in the nineties for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. Granted, he should have thought twice about it knowing you know there are things i may not agree with in our society but it's i acknowledge the, the way word? the wave is breaking and so it's not not colorblind it's what's the word dense no dense? like um tone deaf yeah tone there you go for like yeah. the movements that are going around and all that it's upstate new york a rural high school boys soccer team yeah. they were undefeated like 
that happened to me a couple times, uh, like soccer or baseball growing up. And we just went to Old Town Pizza because that was the closest we had to a Hooters. Yeah, we would go to a post-game pizza. It probably wasn't even like Hooters probably wasn't even an active decision. He was probably like, all right, there's a Ruby Tuesdays and a Hooters. Like Hooters is closer. Like it's easier for like pickup and whatever, carpooling. Yeah, well, let's let's put it into perspective. All right, this soccer coach of 30 years uh, got fired for taking a tennis coach of three years. When I was in junior high, my friend's dad got fired as a football coach because when the football team would win, he would let the football team fuck his wife. Oh yeah, you told me this. I never wanted to play football so much. I know, and I just felt like having that information, like knowing, like I had one friend whose mom was in Playboy. And uh, oh, that's they right. had the pictures. Do you know in her? The house. Can you pull up the photos? I don't know her last name. Ah, oh, son of a Corey. bitch. I don't know. But use your real name in Playboy. No, that was my friend's name. I don't know his mom's name. But it was like the pic, the like the fr- she was she was she was on the cover. So like the framed pictures were on the wall. Yeah. And my one buddy Kyle was. We'd always get high at his house, and he'd print out naked pictures of her and lay them all over his bed, which was a cold move. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, it was pretty embarrassing for my buddy. I'm not saying his name, who found out that his mom was getting gang banged by the football team. But what great motivation! Was he on the team? No, because we were in junior high when he got fired. But he was oh. like the high school coach of the school we were going to. Man, but uh, so yeah, go to Hooters. You get fired for 30 years, or like my buddy's dad should have gotten fired. <laughs> but yeah, the, that Hooters thing is sad, especially because Hooters is so stupid. He should have gone all out and taken him to. Like a sushi strip club or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. It's like it, it wouldn't even have because it's Hooters. Like somebody had a problem with it. Oh, by the way, the, like superintendent of the school district, Lynn something. Oh, Lynn. Yeah, I'm sure she had a fucking problem with it. Well, that, wasn't there a thing going on recently where they were like trying to force them to hire men at Hooters, or they weren't allowed to like trying to make it so they could work there and just wear regular clothes? <laughs> like, go work at Mimi's. Yeah. Right. Um, that's the point I'm getting to is they might've even skirted this whole controversy. Had they gone to like a place called like Casioba? It's like one of those places where you eat sushi off a naked broad. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where it's see, actually more risque I've than Hooters, it. but it's just a Japanese name. It's like, Oh, he took it to a Jas- Japanese it's restaurant. It's cultural. Yeah. Yeah. It's part <laughs> of our culture. Yeah. <laughs> they eat spicy tuna off some chicks twat, but only time I've actually seen that was in a, that show, the surreal life with Minnie me and Debrat, one of the girls. Oh, that was the season. That was. It. The best season of that show. That was great. And Charo Minnie, and Ron Minnie, Jeremy. Minnie Me did a creep move where it was like some model, I don't know who she was, was on the show. And he went to grab the sushi off her nipple and then they slow-moed the camera and he did this <laughs> pinky swipe on the nip. <laughs> hey, why not, dude? I, 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 rest in peace. You ever look up the picture you know, of Vern, Vern Troyer. Troyer killed himself? I, didn't, yeah. I knew he was dead. I didn't know he killed himself. Yeah. Look up the picture of him holding a footlong from Subway. Okay. It all makes sense. You'd be swiping nipples and killing yourself too. If, yeah, but I always if you, thought if you look this ridiculous holding twelve like, inches of sandwich. But after like Austin Powers, he would go to uh he would go to like the Playboy Mansion, the parties. Like yeah. he even did a photo spread where he was mini Hugh, so he was around naked women before. But uh yeah, but also being like in that world, and he's also he liked drugs and alcohol. He was like a terrible drunk, yeah, and then never well, getting to actually touch anybody. I can't imagine him holding footlong because even him holding just a twelve ounce Coors Light was comical. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Ventura sex tape? Oh yeah, it's so mean. It's ridiculous. But I don't know if this is the whole tape. But I the, might have to refresh myself. The clip I've seen, 
he has this like really mean girlfriend who ends up like screwing. She's the one who released the tape, but she's not even fucking him or blowing him. All she's doing is jerking him off. And then right when he's like, I'm going to come, she just lets go. Oh my God. And ruins the orgasm. Isn't he on the scooter? And and then he's like, no, he's not on the scooter. He's just in a chair, but it's so mean. That's what it was. It's cruel. Like, I don't know what I thought from watching it because never, you know, had no plans. Would you have your your pants down? You're like, oh, this is going to be good. Nope. Yeah, I thought so. No plans of jerking off, but I thought it would be enjoyable, you know, in it funny. Yeah. But it was just sad. It was like watching a dog fight video that you think is going to be cool. And then you're like, oh, this dog's (laughs) dying. That happens to me on Live League all the time where it's like, uh, uh, was it like uh, hashtag instant regret? And then it's like, you're like, oh, cool. And it's like a compilation. You're like, ah, fuck. I fucked up. Yeah, what did I expect? A guy like, pushes a girl on the train and she grabs him down with him and they both die and you're like oh son of a bitch it's like faces of death where you're like i do like seeing the magician get all the knives in his face <laughs> yeah. but i don't want to see the asian family cutting open a husky yeah uh the gauntlet Sorry, was, huskies. like number 10 was like this lady just put a bunch of like puppies it's like three minutes of her playing with puppies and then she puts them on like a bag and starts stepping on the bag in high heels oh. and i was like ah didn't need to see that uh, this is i could have gone I'm already desensitized. I was like, that's just not something I need to know people did. All right. Um, that's it, right? Yeah, I'm good. That's it for the pod. I liked it. Uh, at HogoPod on Instagram, at MitchellPhillup, at RobotSpencer, at BeamJeremy. And let's do it. Any handles for the interns? Nah, fuck them. Um, did I get that ticket to Brazil yet? No, I gave you my Amex. No, it's going on the corporate. Thank you. No, just have Bill do it. Thank you. All right, uh, make sure you go rate, re- like, and review and whatever on uh, however you listen to us, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud. Are we on SoundCloud? No SoundCloud, because they suck. You could probably bootleg us on Napster. Yeah, uh, download us on LimeWire or um, Kazaa. Yeah, get us Kazaa. <laughs> <laughs> um, send us to any of our Instagrams or the Roots of Laughter at ho- or hogopod dot, uh, or at Gmail. Hogopod at Gmail, the Roots of Laughter at Gmail, or any of our Instagrams, comments, uh, suggestions, um, references, corrections, holiday or, cocktail recipes. Uh, yeah, something to. What other what other booze mixes well with eggnog? <laughs> I'd like to know. Um, send me a good housekeeping article. Uh, I love you.